0: On this episode of the Massive Agent Podcast, I'm telling you a story. I'm gonna tell you how I came across content marketing, what prompted me to go in the direction of content marketing, and why it could be the solution that you've been looking for for yourself. The Massive Agent Podcast. We lead generation tips and strategies to get you more leads and sell more homes. I love to buy houses, I like to sell houses. It takes brass balls to sell real estate. Wait a minute. Leads are weak, you are weak. I've had better. Better. Oh, have I got your attention now? Here's your host, Dustin Brome. Hey, what is up, Massive Agents? Welcome to episode number eight of the Massive Agent Podcast. Thanks for joining. I am your host, Dustin Brome. I am a real estate agent in Salt Lake City, Utah. I run a real estate company here called Search Salt Lake, and I am the founder of saltlakeinsider.com and a co-founder of the Snap Pack Live Real Estate Group on Facebook. It's a real estate marketing group for realtors and loan officers and title people. It's basically a group that, it's like this podcast, only 24-7 in a Facebook group. So if you're not a member of the Snap Pack group, go join it. It's awesome. You're missing out. All right, today I'm going to tell you a little story. I'm going to get kind of personal, tell you a personal story of where I was at in my career just a few years ago and this epiphany that I had, this this major pivot point that I had, and all the events that have brought me to where I'm at today. We're gonna talk about the concept of content marketing. What is it? A lot of you guys are already doing some form of content marketing. You may just not know it by that name, also known as attraction marketing. We're gonna talk about that. But real quick, since we're still in the month of February, today is Valentine's Day, and babe, I love you. You're an amazing mom, amazing wife, I love you very much. But let's be honest, I don't think she's gonna listen to this podcast. I don't think she's listening to any of my stuff. Why would she? I mean, it's not really relevant to her. But either way, put just putting it out there, I love you. Now, since it's still February, that means our massive contest is still going. So throughout the month of February, anyone who leaves a review for this podcast on iTunes, that's Apple podcast if you leave a review or share a link to one of our episodes in another Real Estate Facebook group, as long as you take a screenshot of it, you're going to be entered to win a $100 Amazon gift card. I'm giving away 100 bucks to Amazon at the end of this month. I'm going to randomly pick somebody who has left us a review, and the most important part here is to screenshot it and post it on our Facebook page. There's only a couple of you guys that have entered, even though we have over 20 reviews already, and even more people than that have shared our episodes Thank you. Only a couple of you guys have actually followed through on taking a screenshot. So if you've already done a review, take a screenshot, go post it. You have a very 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 good chance of winning because hardly anyone's done it. This contest, this 100 bucks to Amazon, it's just my way of giving back to you guys and saying thank you for your help in giving me an honest review on iTunes because those reviews go such a long way of of letting iTunes and letting Apple know that hey, this podcast should be shown to more people. It should show up in the search results. It's a way for, for us to grow this podcast and to grow our audience. It's very, very helpful to us to do that. So thank you. And this giveaway is just my way of saying thank you to you guys. So you still have time. If you have not yet left a review and you think this podcast has given you some sort of value, please, it would mean the world to us if you went to iTunes and left us a review. Now, at the end of the episode today, today's massive Q&A We're gonna be answering Cynthia Nina Soto's question. She's a realtor with Nina Soto and Company in Salem, Massachusetts, and she asks, how the hell do you balance staying active on all the social media channels? I'm gonna talk about that. I'm gonna answer her question in the massive Q&A section at the end of the episode today, so stay tuned for that. Now, first off, content marketing. What the hell is content marketing? You've also probably heard the term attraction marketing. Content marketing, it's it's a total shift in the way you market business. So a lot of us have been taught to chase down business by making phone calls, by door knocking, by you know sending out letters, hoping that people call us back, right? All of that, and I'm not saying that that doesn't work and that you shouldn't be necessarily be doing that, but content marketing and attraction marketing means you're putting out content, whether that's video, a podcast, you're blogging, you're writing articles, you're you're just great with your social media posts. You're putting out content that other people find valuable in one way, shape, or form, and they are attracted to you and they contact you saying, hey, we want to hire you to sell our house or we wanna hire you to help us find our next house. So a couple of years ago, I was at a place in my career where I didn't have shit going for me, really. I was selling a handful of homes a year. I was still with a team and we were splitting commission 50-50. And I had a mentor as I was coming up my first my first few years in the business who I I appreciate the hell out of him. I know he was trying to help me. He's, he's a great person. I considered him a very dear friend, but he had a very different personality than me. And at the time, I thought that I had to, if I wanted to be successful in real estate, I had to do what he did. I saw him as someone who was successful and he was. He was just getting business in a way that did not align with my strengths and weaknesses. And at, at the time, I didn't know that there was any other way. So he and I we'd go out door knocking quite a bit. I, I spent a lot of my early career, the first I'd say three or four years, door knocking. He he loves cold calling. He loves doing the scripts. He loves just doing all that stuff. And I I hated every minute of it. Now I it's not like I thought it was miserable. I just I was like eh, this isn't that enjoyable. I'm not that good at it. And because I didn't like it and because I was telling myself that I'm not that good at it, do you think I was successful with it? Of course not. I didn't have any real success because I was doing something outside my strengths. If you're not happy, if you're not excited to do what you do, you basically have capped the level of success that you'll ever hit. You can't knock it out of the park. You can't have massive success unless you're happy and enjoy doing what you're doing. That's so key. That's so key. So around that time, this was a few years ago, I... I just started researching ways to get business, you know, how to get leads, how to get business. And I discovered this concept of content marketing, attraction marketing, uh, specifically blogging. And at the time I was like, you know what? I don't, I hated English class. Like I hated English class in school more than math. I mean, I'm a real estate agent. There's not a whole lot of math we need. We can do it all in our heads pretty much. We didn't need all, you know, sine and cosine and trigonometry and all that horse shit that they force the kids to learn these days don't even get me started more than i already have but i hated english class i i hated everything about it i never wrote anything and i'm like I, I don't really think blogging is for me but the thought of putting some content out there that somebody else got value in and then they sought me out to hire me that intrigued the hell out of me that really excited me and i was like you know what if that's true if i can if i can have people come to me without me having to chase them down that's that's a business model I can get behind. That's something I can stick with for a long period of time. And as I started to research more, I came across these other icons, if you will, these these big names in the real estate blogging world, like Bill Gassett in Massachusetts, Andrew Fortune in Colorado Springs, Ryan Fitzgerald in Raleigh, North Carolina. You know, And there's countless other mentors that I've had. They know who they are. Thank you guys. But I came across these guys on Google Plus of all places. And Google Plus was a big a big place a few years ago to, to be sharing your articles, at least within our group. And as I started to learn more about the concept and and read other people's blog articles, other real estate agents who I started to see were just like me, I was like, you know what? I could do that. I could put some thoughts down on paper, turn it into an article. And then I also realized that content marketing is not just writing. It's not just blogging. There's video. Like with vlogging these days. And then Snapchat came along and Instagram stories. Like guys, when you're doing your your snaps and your Insta stories, what do you think you're doing? That's content marketing. That's a vlog. It's just not on YouTube, right? And in a lot of ways, I think Instagram stories and Snap is even much more powerful than than YouTube. It, no, they're very different. YouTube has huge benefits. Don't get me wrong, but go back to episode seven last week. I talked about Snapchat and why I think it's still so powerful for building a business and building a brand. So I. I kept my eye on these, this group of real estate agents who were writing blog articles. And, and that was their way of generating leads. Like that's what brought in all their business was just writing articles. And over time they started getting more traffic to their website. Some of that traffic filled out lead capture forms and reached out to them and said, Hey, we need to sell our house. And we just read this article. We'd like to hire you. And I'd hear their stories and it sounded amazing. It sounded like something I could do and that I could get behind and that I could commit to for years. And the only issue was, could I do it? You know, I I had that doubt. Could I actually do this? And it's a big commitment because here's the thing. And this is where it it gets kind of personal. At that time, guys, I didn't have money coming in really. I was, I was laid on almost every bill. The relationship that my, that my wife and I had was strained tremendously. Let's just say. Because when there's no, when you can't afford your bills and then unexpected stuff comes up and you have kids, I mean, that that's as tough as it gets. And so I knew I had, if I was going to do content marketing, specifically blogging, I needed a great website. And then it's not like I could write an article and three days later leads start coming in, right? It takes time. And guys, I want you to understand that upfront content marketing. If this is a new concept to you, even though it is extremely valuable and powerful, it does not happen overnight. You're not going to get success overnight, but hear me, but it's absolutely worth it. So I knew I had to buy a website. I had to commit to doing this type of marketing, which was, which sucks a lot of your time. And so much of it, I still didn't even understand. I didn't know SEO. I didn't know about choosing keywords and how, how you need to optimize your articles and your website for SEO. For those of you guys that don't know, that means search engine optimization, basically doing things to help Google find your content and show your content to people over other websites content. So SEO is really intimidating to me, but I, I took a leap. I, I bar- <laughs> honestly, when I started my website, search Salt Lake, I borrowed the money to do it because it was like five, uh, what was it? Like 600 bucks to get started, which when I look back, it's like, you were that stressed over 600 bucks. Yes. I was. That was a large sum of money to me at the time because I didn't have it. And that also meant other bills would be late. Some other bills would get kicked down the road and I'd have late fees. But I believed in it. I had these mentors that I would lean on and they're telling me, you can do it. Here's how we've done it. We'll help you along the way. And so I started writing some articles and I started using Snapchat and getting content out there, both video and written. Well, fast forward a few months and I had closed another, you know, another deal or two, I think. And, you know, I I brought in some extra money at this time I I had left the team and I was completely out on my own. So I didn't have leads from them anymore. It was totally me. And, but when I closed the deal, I kept a hundred percent, not, you know, not half. And a few months after I put some articles out there, I got a call from somebody and they are like, Hey, we just saw your video on YouTube talking about how Zillow sucks so bad. And, And I'm like, Oh, that's cool. And they're like, yeah, we, We need to buy a house and we want you to help us find it. And I was like, okay, cool. So how did you find me? And they're like, oh, we found you through Google. So somehow Google led them to my website, which had that video. It was that specific video was just me on Snapchat talking about why Zillow is so crappy and how they can't value your home worth a damn because they can't see the inside. Kind of important. The interior kind of matters. And I was just talking about that. And I put that Snapchat rant up on YouTube linked it back to my website. I think I I wrote an article on my website and embedded the video, and that's what they found within just a few months. And I know now three months is not normal. If you're going to get into blogging, don't expect results for like six, seven, eight months. It takes a while. There's some things that I did right in the beginning that really sped things up, building backlinks, getting other websites to link back to yours is crucial. If you're going to start getting seen online, seen on Google, you really need to start building backlinks too. putting out the content is not enough. You need to build backlinks so that Google knows, hey, this site is more authoritative than this other one. If If it's trying to choose between two different articles to show somebody who searched for best realtor in Salt Lake City or whatever, it has to decide whose article to show first. And if one has a bunch of links from other websites back to it, they see that as a higher authority site, so I had done that right from the beginning, and so three months in, I I got my first client, and and that sold me. You know, I was able to, to show my wife. I was I was like, look, babe, I know we went out on a limb here. I know I've been putting an insane amount of time into creating this website, blogging, learning how to do it all. <laughs> you know. Because I know how to do it now, I didn't back then. So I was working until you know 2 a.m. You know, just trying to get some articles done and formatted and you know it's craziness. But from that point on, once I got that client, it was game on. I just kept writing articles. I kept putting out content on Snapchat and on Facebook, and I just kept doing it and I kept doing it. And even though it hasn't been easy, I've had some ups and downs. But the last couple of years, two years ago was a great year. Last year was the best year I've ever had. This year's on track to be much bigger than last. Like I. I found something that I'm good at and that I enjoy. And then success comes with that. The success comes when you find your strengths and you focus on what those are. I could put out content. I didn't think that I could, but I can. When I had Inman say that, yes, that article that you just sent me about why you're using Snapchat for real estate, yes, we'll publish that. That was a big deal for me. That was the first big article that I had published. RIS Media did the same thing. And that told me right then and there that, yes. You're a decent blogger. You're not going to win a Pulitzer Prize. I don't want to, but you're good enough. And so I just, I kept doing it and doing it and doing it and learning and adjusting as I went along and doing it. Now, fast forward. Now we have Instagram stories. Snapchat is still Snapchat. Vlogging has become huge. You know, there's with, with the iPhones that we have, you can, you can do your own show right from your phone. There's so many options we have now to put out content. So you need to figure out what you like doing. If you like to write, if you think blogging is, is where it's at, awesome. Blogging is super, super powerful. And trust me, if I can do it, so can you. Video is super interesting. You can create your own show, whether that's a Facebook live show where you go around interviewing local businesses and school teachers, local you know city council members and you know whatever. You can create your own show. You can then put it up on YouTube. You can upload that video to Facebook. You might get to the point where you think, holy crap, there's so many ideas that I have. There's so many different ways that I could do this content marketing thing. And then the problem just becomes deciding and then, and focusing on, on one thing or or on a couple different ways. That's kind of where I'm at. I, there's so many different things I can do. There's so many directions I can go in and new technologies that pop up and new, you know, like this social network tweaks this one thing. And like, all of a sudden LinkedIn is big again. Like I used to hate LinkedIn with a passion, hated LinkedIn. But over the last, I'd say what, couple months, they, they made some changes. They now have native video. They did something where LinkedIn is now an awesome place to put out content. And so you have to be able to roll with the punches and you have to be learning so you can be savvy enough to know whether or not you should pivot and change directions or double down on what you're doing or both. Let me sum this up, guys. That, that's kind of my story of how I've gotten here to this point and how I've created a thriving business in Salt Lake City. I've since created Salt Lake Insider, which is a local media company completely independent of my real estate business. It's not a real estate company. That's what Search Salt Lake is. It's my real estate media company. I created this new website that's just Salt Lake. There's no real estate on it. My Salt Lake Insider show, my weekly show that I do, I put up on that website. I put it up on my social media on Facebook and everything, but here's what you need to do. Chances are by listening to to my story and me talk about different options and different directions you can go in, you had some ideas. Some things sounded great to you. Some things made that light bulb go off and other things were like, oh, I'm not doing that crap. Hell no, I'm not doing that. You need to really get in tune with that and listen to that. Okay. What excited you and what you thought, hey, I can do that. Yes. That's what I've been looking for. Focus on that. You have to figure out what your strengths and weaknesses are. Whatever you're not good at, you have to not do or find somebody else to do them, depending on what it is. If you love being on video, you need to really triple down on putting out great, valuable content. And guys, by value, I know that that's thrown that term add value is thrown around a lot. What that means is you could you could provide humor, you know, make somebody laugh. That's valuable. You could teach them something, education is valuable. There's lots of different ways you can provide value. It doesn't always have to be real estate related. In fact, I would say focus a hell of a lot less on real estate than you do now, but become the local expert. Talk more about your community, your city, what's going on, what new developments are coming in, what new attractions and restaurants are coming to town, become the local expert and people will seek you out. You don't always have to be putting out content and writing articles that are real estate related. I firmly believe that if you do that 100% of the time, that if if you're all real estate all the time, you're going to lose because that's boring. You're going to turn 99% of people off because if they're not in the market, if they're not actively in the market to buy or sell property, they don't give a crap. They don't care about your article on whether or not you should write a letter to the homeowner when you're buying a house. You know, they don't care about that. But everybody is curious about new stuff coming to their community. I'll go much more into detail on a future episode about how I'm using the local media company business model to grow my real estate business and my Salt Lake Insider actual media company business. I'll go into more detail later on, but that's that's just a direction you can go in with the content marketing. I hope that helps. I hope I cleared some things up. There's really, I'm trying to pack this huge concept and, and all the different nuances and details that come with it into a 30 minute podcast. And I know I can't do that. So if there's some some blank spots that didn't get filled in by me, I apologize. I know I have ADD like, like nobody's business. So that factors in. But if I skipped around and skipped something that isn't quite clear, reach out to me, send me a message through our Facebook page. I'd be happy to help. I'd be happy to give some insight. And let me also say this, before I get to our massive Q&A and answer Cynthia's awesome question, which is actually very relevant to what we've been talking about, I just want to say this. If what you're doing right now is working and it's actually like working better over time don't just kick that to the curb all right if you're door knocking even though it didn't even though i hate it and it didn't work for me if it's working for you and you enjoy it and you're see yourself doing it don't stop doing it okay keep doing what's working but that doesn't mean that you shouldn't also be introducing some form of attraction marketing to what you're currently doing if you're doing cold calls and door knocking and sending out letters to expireds if you even have expireds in your market like what the hell's an expired listing I haven't seen one of those in years same with a short sale somebody mentioned uh, in one of our local Facebook groups for uh, local Realtors here in Salt Lake somebody was looking for a short sale negotiator and I'm like what the hell's a short sale it's been years since I've seen one of those things I, I know we have a couple but wow the market's changed anyways squirrel if you're doing something that's working keep doing it but you should also start doing some sort of some sort of content marketing in addition to it. Because a few years from now, if you've built a brand, if you've built a name for yourself through content marketing, and then all of a sudden direct mail is just done, like it doesn't work at all, or nobody answers their phone at all, and cold calling doesn't work anymore. If you had only been doing that, sucks for you. Now you're starving to death. Add one more aspect to your marketing, add some attraction marketing, whether it whether it's a vlog, Instagram stories, blogging, whatever, add something else to attract business to you and build a brand for yourself. Okay. Now the massive Q and a Cynthia Nina Soto. She's a realtor with Nina Soto and company in Salem, Massachusetts. She messaged me earlier this week and she's like, how do you balance staying active on all the social media networks? How do you do it? There's only so many hours in the day. What she specifically asked was she's like, look, I struggle with this a lot. I'm a social butterfly, but I don't like putting everything out there. How do you juggle all the platforms and the personal moments? Cynthia, I struggle with this too. I really do. Here's my answer. You don't have to do all the social networks. Okay. You have to, depending on how much you want to work or how much you're able to work. And we all have a different answer for that. I personally like to work seven days a week, at least to some extent. That doesn't mean I'm like in the office, but I'm usually doing some sort of social media on my phone. Maybe I'm responding to emails or whatever for, you know, an hour here, or 30 minutes there, but I work every day of the week and I enjoy that. But if you only want to work four days a week or five days a week or whatever it is, you just have to figure out in the time that you have, which social networks are the most important to you and what you're trying to do. So it comes down to your goal. What what are you trying to accomplish? I would say hundred percent of people listening. Facebook is a major, if not the most major social network that you need to focus on. So Facebook's got to be in there. I would say Instagram 100% needs to be in there too, but that doesn't mean you also need to do Twitter and LinkedIn and Google plus and Pinterest and Snapchat. It'd be nice if you could, but guess what? I can't do all that either. You know, I try to do, I try to be active on Pinterest and Twitter and LinkedIn as best I can, but I'm really focusing like crazy on Facebook, Instagram, and Snapchat and that includes Instagram stories. The way I do it, it, now I kind of fly by the seat of my pants a lot, but I I work off to do lists. So I will make sure that I put down today I need to do an Instagram story. I need to do you know twenty minutes of Snapchat. You know spend this time on Facebook doing this, that, and the other. You just have to either time block for each network, or depending on what it is what it is that you're doing on the network, you could have a, a virtual assistant do stuff like some of the stuff. Well, a lot of the stuff we do on social media, if you're a content creator, is just like you're you're publishing and sharing your stuff. You can have a virtual assistant do that. You can have an admin do that. Your time's better spent actually creating the content and then you can teach somebody else how to share it on your Facebook pages and in groups. That'll free up more time to then do an Instagram story every day and do Snapchat every day. And guys, that stuff doesn't have to, you don't have to set aside an hour, to, to do Snapchat and Instagram each day. No. One thing that you can do for Instagram, um, whether you use Buffer or Hootsuite or one of those, um, I use those to share my articles that I've done and other people's articles too on Twitter. Like Twitter, I don't care about. I just put content out there. Uh, what is it? Like six times a day. And I use Buffer. to ju- I just load up Buffer with a bunch of articles and let Buffer do it on Twitter for me. So that takes care of that social network. Do not use Hootsuite or Buffer to post to Facebook because Facebook will actually ding you for using a third party to publish to their platform. You have to upload this stuff natively to Facebook. Now on your business page, you can schedule posts. This is actually something I I haven't done enough of. I need to schedule more stuff on Facebook, but since they changed the algorithm a little bit, I'm taking a step back. And I'm making sure that I I'm posting less frequently, but I want to make sure that it's better content when I do put it out for Instagram. I know I totally squirreled again and got off topic again, but Hootsuite now lets you publish directly to Instagram. So the the way that Hootsuite and Buffer worked before and Buffer's still like this as of today, you could, you could schedule your post on Instagram through buffer, but once it was time to post, it would send you a notification on your phone, you'd click it, it would open up Instagram, you just had to paste the caption and actually post it to Instagram. So you had to manually do the posting itself. Now, Instagram opened up their API to let third parties post. So, Hootsuite, as of right now today, Valentine's Day 2018, Hootsuite lets you post directly to Instagram. So, load up Hootsuite with Instagram Posts that'll free up a lot of your time. You could just devote an hour or two to loading up Hootsuite for the next couple weeks, and then you can have daily Instagram content there. You could even publish to Instagram stories through Hootsuite and Buffer. It's pretty cool. Buffers can't be direct, same problem, but Hootsuite, it can be. So that little tool might help you. Cynthia, here's the thing you just have to figure out which social networks you like the most, which you think are the most beneficial for what you're doing, for what your goals and objectives are, and then don't use the ones don't even waste your time doing stuff because you think you have to be on all platforms It'd be nice if we could be on every single social network but you have to be smart too so pick and maybe it if it's just Facebook okay and you're not even doing Instagram it, I think you know you're you're missing out on on a lot of potential upside but nonetheless focusing on doing one thing well is very powerful in and of itself maybe the solution too is And I don't know what your situation's like and and any of you guys listening, but I think we could all work at least another hour or two a week. We could find another hour or two a week and that extra hour or two, we could work on another social network that maybe we've totally ignored. Or you could, if you're gonna start blogging, you could write an article in that time, I know Katie Lance. She's a Snap Pack member, and she's she's a great uh, real estate marketing person, real estate marketing personality, if you will. She has some content planners out there, social media content planners. So just Google Katie Lance content planner, Katie Lance planner, and that might help you too. Is just scheduling what content you're going to put out and which networks they're going to go to. Because um, if you can schedule the whole month, that's easy. Then you just focus on that for the day. You don't have to worry about the other stuff. And bing, bing, boom. Now, I do think with snap and Instagram stories, a lot of that, guys, if you're on your way to show some houses and your buyer's late, that never happens, right? You show up to the house, pull out your phone and just do a quick snap, do a quick Instagram story and say, hey, you know, I'm over here. Here's what I'm doing today, blah, blah, blah. And just do a few minutes of it. That's it. I hope that helps. Guys, thank you so much for listening to the Massive Agent Podcast. Again, I'm your host, Dustin Brome. Bring the conversation over to our Facebook page, the Massive Agent Podcast Facebook page. I'd love to meet you and interact with you over there. Hope you guys have an amazing week. Go sell some houses, kick some ass. Take care.